On today's Conversations with Clint, I have two special guests, Robin Adams, the founder and director of Impact, as well as Ace's Place. We also have Asa Adams here. He, uh, just finishing kindergarten, is most likely, as of yet, to be the youngest to join our program. Uh, this program is going to be in two segments. The first part is going to be with Robin and Asa together. Uh, the last part will be with just Robin, so make sure you check out both sections uh, or segments of this broadcast. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Robin and Asa. We had quite a day, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we got to visit a lot of different people down here in the Capitol, and it was an honor to have you down here, Asa. You, uh, you came down last night, and uh, we got to roam around the halls here in the Capitol, didn't we? Yeah. So tell me, what was your favorite part so far? Uh, this part? This part? <laughs> this is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this studio is pretty neat, and uh, we've, we're having a lot of fun here. And uh, we're going to take a couple minutes just to share about uh, Impact and Asa's Place. So, Robin, thank you also so much for your great work that you've been doing, um, not only for Tioga County, but for the Commonwealth. And share a little bit about um, kind of Asa's Place and Impact together, sure. um, what, what, what the desire is, and then we'll talk a little bit about the task force. Okay. Well, we're happy to be here. I'm very grateful. And thank you for showing us around. We got to see some amazing things. Impact is an organization that I started a few years ago. It's a new, young, growing nonprofit. It's called, it stands for I'm Protecting Against Childhood Trauma. It has a few programs underneath it as we grow. It started with ACES Place, which is a residential pediatric recovery center. So we call it an RPRC. And we've just begun working the last couple of years with uh, champions in the Office of Medical Assistance Program and Department of Human Services and Health and across DDAP with policy experts trying to find a licensing pathway for yeah. a, a center like ACES Place, yeah. which takes care of babies born dependent on opioids and helps their mommies so that mommy and baby have a, a nice, soft, safe place to land while we help them both get better. And the work is so important. And, and as we're starting to track numbers here post-COVID, uh, as we're seeing COVID in our rear view mirror, we see that it was, it was not a great uh, time uh, for a lot of folks, um, especially when it comes to this, this topic. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this task force that we've been working on for a number of years mm -hmm. um, is incredibly close to being able to be called reality mm -hmm. and starting. Um, your work and your energy on that has been a big help, and I want to thank you for that. So today we were able to, to be down here at the Capitol, and it's kind of a, an opportunity to say thank you because mm -hmm. of how far it has moved, but also that initial or, or last push, I guess, to, to, to see if we can get it across the finish line. Uh, we met with Senator Ward uh, today, mm -hmm. uh, Judy Ward. Mm -hmm. um, she, that was kind of fun, wasn't it, Asa? Yeah. What did she have on her table in her office? Do you remember? No. She had roses, remember? It yeah. was her anniversary yeah. today, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you got to sit in her seat. That was pretty cool. We'll, we'll show some yeah. pictures yeah. uh, for okay. you folks uh, a little bit of, during this video from our day here. Um, we had a great meeting with her, didn't we? We did. It was fantastic. And I, yeah. I know she has a big heart for children. Mm -hmm. And I've looked at a lot of her work in the past. And it was great to, to feel like you could 
have a few minutes of such an important person's time that already understood. You didn't have to lay a foundation about yeah. the importance of the task force. Well, she ran the, the task force bill super quick. And, yeah, absolutely. And as soon as they got <laughs> it, they were moving it. And um, mm -hmm. so it's in a really great place um, having moved through the Senate. Mm -hmm. um, we would love to see it become reality. We also had an opportunity to say thank you to Speaker Cutler, didn't we? Yeah. That was a cool office. So what was the coolest part about his office? Uh, was it the stairs? So yeah. in, in their <laughs> office, there's a it's spiral, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you got to go up there. And who was working up there? Jeremy, right? Yeah. Did you tell him to get to work? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah. So we got to we got to see Jeremy and Speaker Cutler mm -hmm. and um, and really have a, a great conversation with him and just thanking him for his uh, work on this project as well mm -hmm. as his continued uh, dedication to to really the overall issue. But absolutely, we did a what did he have that he was working on in his office with you? Do you remember Asa? Uh, the cube, right? What's it, what's it called? Uh, Rubik's Cube. Oh, Rubik's That's Cube. Right. That's right. Yeah. He was showing you how to how to do that. And you got one of those mini gavels. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All the staff was so nice and, to you. And the uh, chocolate coins. Oh, that's right. We got chocolate coins. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had a nice chat with him. And, mm -hmm. and then we were able to go up onto the floor of the house and get our picture. And you uh, sat in my seat. You got to press the button. Right? That was pretty cool. So, uh, so that was pretty neat. So, so this is such a, a great opportunity for us to, to just highlight and talk about really Pennsylvania's first residential pediatric recovery center uh, for infants with NAS. And mm -hmm. that's, that's really been your passion. Um, it has. And, mm -hmm. um, and talk a little bit about that, kind of the next step. I know you have some additional meetings down here. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Well, we're hoping that we explored I, every licensing pathway possible option that would make good sense that we could work with as at least a, a foundation to move around a little bit and fit us into and it didn't work out. Because they are a new type of care facility we are now going the legislation route and a lot of really smart dedicated people are working on the draft language so that we can move forward with a bill that will spell out the licensing requirements inside the legislation for these centers and my goal is to have six of them matching up and lining up in the man managed care map for medical assistance. Yeah. It makes good sense because we know that the majority of babies born like ASA are Medicaid eligible. Yep. And it makes good sense to keep the centers in the communities where moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles live. To be help. I mean, because they're, they're, going, they're going to need to be helpers. Exactly. And, and we want that bonding taking place, yeah. you know, throughout the family and every baby celebrated when they're born. And we'll work through the struggles that come with NAS, yeah. with the medical help and the social workers and all the right pieces to the puzzles yeah. can come together and make this model. I think it, it could put Pennsylvania really in the leadership map of how to take yeah. better care of babies like ASA. And, and help mom and baby at the same time, which is Absolutely. what I love about yeah. this program, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it, it's yeah. often a lot of the leading neonatologists will tell us that for a baby in withdrawal, the best medicine for baby is mom. Yep. So, it, you know, it makes only the best sense if we want the healthiest outcomes for the baby and the healthiest baby possible, 
to have mom as healthy as possible That's right. and yeah. be a part of that care. Makes we sense. talk a lot about you mommies guys, and babies at our house, don't we, honey? And yeah. you want to be a helper, I hear. And mm -hmm. you are a helper. You're helping out a lot right now, right? And you want to continue to be a helper, right? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Definitely. So, and, so ACES Places, we, we're hoping, um, really on the cusp of now becoming a reality. At the same time, the task force bill will become a reality and we can really change the focus, kind of narrow it a little bit to the impact on children. Yeah. And, and doing that doesn't take the view or the vantage point away from the adults and the parents who are struggling, but it just puts a different emphasis on yeah. what could we do better and faster and maybe smarter yeah. than we have been. Well, we're hoping that this task force uh, bill can go across the finish line. It's been a lot of fun to work on. It's in a great position. Mm -hmm. uh, folks, if you are watching at home and you want to call your senator, uh, please reach out to them and say, hey, the task force bill uh, is super important um, that Representative Al has. And, uh, and it's not about me and it's not <laughs> about Robin. It's about helping families. And, and that's what's important. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, our names don't have to be attached to it. We just want to get it done. That's absolutely <laughs> like, and right. See if we can't get it done and, and help yeah. help as many uh, moms and babies and, and family units as we can, which is really mm -hmm. important. So um, thank you guys for being down here. Asa, you just finished up kindergarten, right? Yeah. And you were talking a little <laughs> bit about you like math, right? Yeah. So you were at the parade on Saturday in Wellsboro, right? Yeah. And you got a little bit of candy or a lot of candy? Candy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty cool parade, wasn't it? Yeah. And one time, um, I got on a parade and and I ride in a fire truck. You know what? I saw a picture from that, and you were right up there. Now, did you blow the horn at all? Yeah. Is it loud? The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I blow the horn um, in the roost. Yeah. <laughs> like at the roost, but yeah. not like. In the room. Not inside it, but when you went past it, is that when you did it? Oh, oh cool. No, like I stopped like at the front door. Oh, I see. On the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, and thank hot. you guys. I want to add that yeah. even though we don't, you, had, you were humble and you're kind about not needing your name attached to the task force bill, it would be great if the senators that are considering it now could remember ASA and think of the five, six, seven thousand babies born yeah. like him. So that's one name that yeah. could rattle around maybe in their thoughts and yeah. we could get it across the across the finish line. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for ASA has really changed my life. When I first met you a long time ago, I thought that's a pretty cool kid right there. Yeah. And uh, it's been a, it's been a great project working on this. And we're not done at all in any way, shape or form. Um, we're not assuming anything, but we're really hoping that things can, can finish up here. But um, talk a little bit about the background, um, kind of um, the, the why, why the passion, why so much passion, um, and, and, and why ASA's place? Sure, I'd be happy to. ASA, he, he's a vibrant six-year-old, very smart, very articulate child now, but his beginning was pretty rough, pretty bumpy for his daddy and I. We met him when he was three and a half weeks old. He had just spent um, the first few weeks of his life in a neonatal intensive care unit and in withdrawal from opioid exposure. And he had a lot of struggles. He was not able to swallow properly. His central nervous system was a bit awry. So he would sometimes swallow when he meant to breathe and he had difficulty with his formula. 
He was angry a lot as a baby, and I say angry because he just—he didn't cry a little bit. He cried when Asa cried. And he didn't sleep much. No, I've... fifteen about fifteen-minute increments for a year. So uh, Sean and I, my husband and I, passed him back and forth as quietly as we could, and we ate with paper plates and plastic forks and didn't open cupboard doors because just the tiniest noise would startle him. And we, I guess, about six months into his infancy, I thought. There's got to be more information, you know, than what I was given about how to help Asa. And really, truly, there wasn't a lot of material back in 2014. And I'm, my thought was, well, I can help change that. I can find these pockets of material and these resources and make them available to other foster moms, biological moms who are recovering, make them available to grandparents who are raising these babies and other kinship parents. And even children and youth agencies, by and large, could help to you know, kind of get the materials out to people who needed them. So it started with the, let's find the information and get it out to people who need it. And that kind of rolled into, well, we need to do more than that. Because I would look around a little bit and think, am I the only one who's worried about thousands of babies like Asa who really need extra help? They need early intervention services. They might need more medical appointments with their pediatricians or GI specialists. And I was thinking all the things that were happening to us with two, you know, substance-free parents that were round-the-clock parenting in perfect harmony, if you will, and it was so hard for us. So then I thought, well, what are moms and dads doing that are still struggling with their addiction? You know, how are they managing to pull these NAS or NAS babies? Yeah. How, how are they doing them? And then I got more and more concerned when I started to see our numbers, and we started looking in the com immediate community, how could we maybe create a center that would help babies in Tioga County? And from there, my involvement grew on a few statewide tables, and I started networking and talking to OBs and pediatricians and, and people that were, were providing different levels of care to babies like Asa. And the more I learned, the more I realized the problem was bigger and yeah. bigger. And then COVID kind of quieted the storm a little bit in terms of what we hear about in the community. But truly, we all know that that has not been the case. And so right. we're, our, I think we're at 5,223 babies since January of 2018 that we know of that were right. um, reported through the hospital system with NAS as a reportable health condition. So we know there are thousands more. So we know the need is great, and, um, and, and you have a lot of experience um, with this, personal experience and mm -hmm. passion, which is great, um, and, and dedication towards this. And, and we have been, for a number of years now, uh, mm -hmm. former Representative Kathy Watson had started this, this idea of a task force, um, which we saw in the vaccine rollout. The, the, you got to meet Tim this morning. Yeah. Um, that really helped with the vaccine rollout, having mm -hmm. a legislative task force working together across all the different branches to bring about meaningful changes that needed to happen in the vaccine. And this, that's exactly what this task force will do. Um, early on in this, um, this process, when we did this last session, it was kind of like hands off from the governor's team, like, hey, we got this. But the problem is it's during COVID, we've seen that, you know, it's, it's the challenges have grown. So um, the task force has a little more energy this time. And, and it's, it's, it's a very important process um, and it's a tool that we can use um, as legislators to, to put people that, are, that really have a lot of experience 
um, with a focused energy on, on giving, uh, giving us suggestions, meaningful change, I always say, mm -hmm. uh, to policies that would help mom and baby. Um, so that's what the task force is. It's mm -hmm. what it's designed to do. Um, and it's, it's, it's got a, a great uh, appointees from different, all branches of government, people, that are, people on the task force that have a lot of medical experience, personal experience, legislative uh, experience. Uh, to try and really, you know, take this on fully. Um, and you've been a, a champion with this since the beginning, I think, right? <laughs> I've been trying, because there, there, there are many ways that we can help, but this task force is more important, I think, today than it was yesterday or last year. Was we, we see across Pennsylvania the number of pregnancy-related deaths increasing. So if, during pregnancy or within that first year postpartum, and we see the lion's share being accidental poisonings and we know included in that are drug overdoses and so it's coming at us from all angles and I think a very specific and pointed task force a group of really smart really dedicated high energy people to help the rest of us walk along behind would be perfect yeah so that's what the the task force is it's what it mm -hmm. does it's a little bit more about Asa's story okay. uh, we appreciate you being here uh, to kind of tell us and make sure that we we are aware it's always helpful to have personal experiences and to, to meet people who have gone through the challenges that we're voting on mm -hmm. and the policy issues that we're voting on. So we were able to, to meet with a lot of folks and it was really important to have you down here today. And hopefully uh, sooner than later, uh, we can celebrate getting this across the finish line and onto the governor's desk. Hopefully he will sign it. Um, yes, it's got great support, bipartisan mm -hmm. support. Um, so I, I think he would. He just said to me a, a few evenings ago, he said, mommy, can I help you with the babies?" now that I'm a big boy. Yeah. And I said, you sure can, you know, because he does help me in little ways and helps me with some of my materials and getting things ready for babies. And he said, I will tell every baby not to be afraid because the grown-ups will know what to do. Hmm. And I hope he's right in this case. You know, there are a lot of grown-ups who care. We just need to figure out what to do and do it better. That's right. Well, thank you. And thanks for tuning in, folks. Um, don't forget to be a change maker in your community, your common, your wealth, and your country, like, like Asa said. And um, it's so important. And if there are any state-related issues, please reach out uh, to our office. Or if you could also, like we said earlier in the program, reach out to your senator. Um, tell them that, that this task force is important. Um, it's important to mom and baby. And it puts us on a, a path to recovery for everyone uh, to a better and more prosperous and healthy uh, Commonwealth. So thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your, your, your support mm -hmm. of this, uh, this conversations with Clint. Uh, if you want to help us uh, continue to raise awareness, it's real easy. Just click share. Uh, that, that always helps. So thanks you so much and uh, appreciate everybody tuning in and we'll see you next time on another edition of Conversations with Clint.